Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Podcast episode twenty three, you know the LeBron James edition, not the uh, Michael Jordan or not anybody else that wore that number, wow. not Jason Richardson, okay. not anybody but LeBron. He got a, a building at Nike headquarters okay, that named Rich. after him. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm Who sorry. Who are you? you? I'm Reggie Coleman. I got the my 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 host I'm with me. Monroe Thomas. Reggie being super petty right now. You got to say all that about it. Yeah, this is LeBron. It had to be all that about the building and all that. You know, it's news. They gotta let the people know if they ain't see it. I know they saw it, but you know. But let's let's talk about what we've been through this this past week since the, our last episode. Um, keto keto on the no spin challenge. What what you got? Yeah, what I'm you on got the going no spin on? Challenge guys, I'm just trying to live below my means so I can save more money and accomplish some goals that I have that I want to accomplish before this year is up. It's only about four months left, or what is it? October. Mm-hmm, three months, mm-hmm. like three months left of this year. So I have some goals that I want to accomplish, and my rapid spending is not helping. I'm not blowing my money, but it's just like, where's the money going at this point? <laughs> so I put myself on a no-spend challenge. Just necessities. I'll be packing my lunch every day to work. I won't be spending any money at work. Um, I won't be buying any sneakers, any clothes. I'll wear uniforms every day to work. Um, and when I go out, I have clothes and stuff like that. So it's just putting myself on a budget. So anybody out there that's really good with budgeting, you can go ahead and slide in my DMs because I really need help with it. I, I write it down, but sometimes I still don't know what I'm doing wrong pertaining to where the money's going. So, yeah, I'm on a no-spend challenge for all the way for to the end of September because, you know, you build a habit. You do something for over 20 days, you could build a habit. So I'm trying to get past that and build habit and try not to spend a lot of money at work because I work at the airport. So um, you're definitely not going to find no cheap lunch or anything there. So, yeah, I'm on a no-spend challenge. If you want to join... You're more than welcome to join this month. If you want to join next month, I know. Shout out to Janae. She was like, "Oh, she got to buy sneakers and stuff." So she's gonna hit, she's gonna follow me in November. Janae, she yeah, said that? November. She gonna uh, November no spend challenge. Mm-hmm. So shout out to her uh, for supporting. A lot of uh, some of my coworkers was telling me that they 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 see it, they rock with it. So yeah, I appreciate all the support. It's been rough, but it's been easy too because I know my ultimate goal at the end. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, Kita's on a no spin challenge, mm-hmm. so I decided I'm not gonna do that challenge, but I'm gonna <laughs> do something that I need to like not work on, but like 
take a break from. Mm-hmm. And um, so I started a no drink challenge. I, I haven't posted it on Instagram, but um, no li- no alcohol or, or beer um, until September 21st for me. And then I, my girlfriend already been doing it. So um, she's going to be doing it till her birthday. Um, so we just on, on this. I didn't tell her that we're doing it together yet, but uh, we're going to do it together and, and we're going to rock this thing out. And, you know, we just going to try to better ourselves this month. And um, but for her birthday, we're going to turn up. Sorry. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a no drinking challenge. Keita got the no spending challenge. Correct. So, guys, if y'all want to join or if y'all want to. Post it if y'all join and post it on Instagram, your Instagram story, Facebook story, and and tag us if you're interested in joining our little challenges. You know, it's just something personally we wanted to do for ourselves. But if y'all want to join in, why not? Like Russell Westbrook says, why not? <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead, keep so it. So what go we ahead. gonna start it off with today? You know what well, we in. What we basically ended off last week with Antonio Brown antics. He about to oh, be like T.O. You know, all this good stuff. Go he, ahead, go they ahead. They say he apologized to the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He don't want to lose that 30 mil. Yeah, because, sir, a lot of people haven't seen you on the field in a minute. That talent, you know, sometimes you could be like, or I could be a diva because my talent is so good. But at some point, it's like, bruh, I'm, I'm good off the talent. Like, your antics is too much. So, they saying that he apologized to the team. And the general manager. So hopefully that is the case, and hopefully Antonio Brown could just chill out and just let the season go and just have the best season he can. And I'm just really tired of the the, the this in general. Like it's just so annoying because you asked for this. You wanted to leave Pittsburgh. You got your opportunity to leave. They put you on a team with a decent little quarterback that's gonna throw you the ball and da 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 da. And you should be happy, but. You're not happy and you want to complain and you want to do diva stuff. It's just too much at this point that you're going to cause yourself. Like, what if they cut you? I don't think your talent is, is that much that a team would want to take that on again. So that's two teams that was like, all right, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. If the Raiders were to do something like that. That's not a good look. He apologized because he don't want that $30 million to, to, to go away. Because if, if they cut him, or, or I was reading something, if they cut him, he don't get that money, that guaranteed money, which is $30 million, So Correct. Of course he's going to apologize. He, 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 we saw him. He's an actor. He should be an actor when he retired because he probably made himself cry. It might have been genuine. You never know. But um, he probably made himself cry. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is he's – they. I mean, it's not too crazy, but he's playing on Monday for the game. But he's been a problem ever since he got to Oakland. Yeah, it's like, I, but I thought this is what he wanted. It went from helm. Well, first it was he had frostbites on his feet. Yeah, something happened with his feet. Cause he went through one of them hyperbolic chambers or something. I forget what it's called. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And bottom of the seat was messed up. And then it was the helmet issues. Appealing one helmet, appealed another helmet. Now he he wearing some helmet. And then you get you basically trying to fight your gym like. It's just too much. It seemed like a reality show. Don't they? Don't they on Hard Knocks? Nah, they just ended that uh, last week. Oh, it's over. Yeah, I'm so they ain't catching none of that. It's just too much. Like, why do the African American wide receivers gotta be so diva? Like, like y'all so talented. Y'all don't have to do this. Y'all don't have to do this to get respect. They are gonna respect you. But you, but you gotta remember the league that you play for. Y'all not in the NBA where these antics of your talent outplay these antics. All right, bet. 
you super duper talented. We going we going to gloss over that. Nah, in the NFL they're not glossing over anything because they really don't want to pay you anyway. You know what I'm saying? So they waiting for any 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 small and fragment that you do to be able to be like, all right, let's snatch the money from you. You know, so hey, I wish Antonio Brown the best of luck to just turn this narrative around because I really don't like this. He's such a talented wide receiver. It doesn't have to be this way. You know what I'm saying? It really doesn't have to be this way. It's unfortunate that he's playing this 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 card. I don't like it at all. I just wish he could just play football and let it be what it's going to be, you know? But, you know, everybody got their own ulterior motives, so I'm not sure what his ulterior motives is, you know? Yeah, I, he just got to get it together and just play football. Let everything else – leave that at home. When you come to the – to the field or to the practice facility, you just go out there, you practice. You don't have to get along with all your teammates, but you got to coexist on the field. And if you right. can do that, anything is possible. Like, just go out and play football. Are you doing all this extra loving hip-hop type actions? <laughs> like, yep. you might as well retire now and just go on the show, and you'll make money to, there too, and they'll probably pay you a lot. Yeah. So, you know. That's just my opinion on Antonio Brown. It's it's, it's getting old. Very quick. They signed your boy back. You happy? Zeke. Am I happy? Yes, I'm happy. <sighs> I really wanted y'all to drop the ball. Never was going to drop the ball. I thought y'all, I wanted y'all to. Because I, in my heart, as you guys know, I'm an Eagles fan. If y'all don't got Zeke, y'all ain't nothing. In my opinion, Zeke is the man. If we yeah. got Zeke, we going to eat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> nah, Zeke's super talented, so I'm, I'm I'm happy for him as a player. I put my disdain for the Cowboys to the side. I'm a professional, you know? So I can put my disdain for the Cowboys to the side, though. But I think it's a good look for Zeke um, to understand that it's a numbers game at the end of the day. So you kind of just got to base it out how you, how you think it was going to play out. So Zeke had two years left on his contract. Um, they're probably going to let him play the two years out, then franchise tag him probably twice. So that's what, one, two, three, four. He's twenty, what five? I think. Mm-hmm. So you twenty nine. They're not giving you no contract at twenty nine. So I think Zeke, whoever his agent is, definitely did a good move of trying to get this money now while he's at his peak talent wise. It's just it's just how running backs are. You just when you get twenty nine, thirty, it's just the the nature of the game. Your body starts to decline. So why not try to get the money when you're at your peak? And it's a good deal for Zeke. He, he won. Oh, yeah. He definitely won. And, um, Highest paid running back. He deserved it. I mean, that's the Cowboys for you. Like, they love the attention. So And Jerry Jones loves it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, one, after one preseason game, he was like, Zeke who? And, but I think, personally, I think they they knew they were going to sign him before the first game. Like, Correct. They just wanted a, a storyline to keep that's the Cowboys story. relevant. The the the, the the reports were they don't want to make him the highest paid running back. Mm-hmm. He the they sign him. He's the highest paid running back. Like correct, fifty million guaranteed. Bruh, it's entertainment. Top paid please. running back. Todd Gurley uh, making fourteen uh, million a year. Now uh, Zeke is making more. So shout out to Zeke. Got get that money. money. Get that win on Sunday against the uh, who we play Giants. Wow. Eagles play the Redskins, yeah, you know. No. Football season back. I don't know why I'm not in football mode yet. I don't know what it is. Probably because I work on Sunday, so I never get to watch any football games. So that's probably why I'll be like, when football season come, I'll be chilling. And the only good thing is I work in Philly, so I'll be able to, like, at least I know the score. But 
I couldn't tell y'all the last time I was able to watch any games because I'd be at work. So my boys gonna do what they do. I don't really, I don't do a lot of talking about my boys because uh, anytime I start talking about my boys, the ring talk start coming up. So I don't even want to do all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, we won two years ago. I don't even do all that. I don't try to throw it in nobody's face because you know Cowboys fans are like to throw y'all got five and rings in people's faces. I'm stuff. not. I'm not that type of fan. Like. I was probably three years old when we won our last one. And, um, I don't remember it. So. Yeah, it was on VHS, bro. It's, we, it's, we, we, <laughs> we got DVDs out here. We, oh, we, we relevant out here. I, I, I told y'all before, I actually went to the parade, but we're not going to talk about that because it's a whole, is it? It's We two seasons past that already. Mm-hmm. So, sure, yeah. That's why I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, we good. We know what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You watched the game last night? I know you was working, probably not. Mm-mm. Any I, highlights? No. No. I it was a boring game. Really? It was. Well, the score say ten three. So I'm assuming that it was. It was. It was, it was defense. It was first game. Yeah, you know. It, 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 it was I just boring. Like sometimes you know how I go. How the first like what three four weeks you be like eh. then week five come, boom everything starts skyrocketing. Everybody scoring. It was bad for me to watch. It was bad for my fantasy teams. Like it was bad for everything. I know. I should get into fantasy. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't be thinking I know it. Like I, I don't get me wrong. I love football. I follow football, but it's I don't just, follow it deep enough to know. Like you don't even need to follow. You know enough players where you like. Oh, I know him. I can pick him. It's 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 luck. It's more luck and strategic yeah, 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 yeah. and being strategic, right? Okay. It's more luck, less. It's it's more a little luck, strategy, but, but more luck. You, you can't control injuries. You can't control yeah. control when the the play uh, the offensive coordinator is going to call mm-hmm. a play for who. Yeah. You know, you I can't think. determine none of that. Wow, I just realized I'm looking at uh, on the laptop the Colts play, and I just remember Andrew Luck and didn't know where I forgot. Mm-mm, he gone. Oh my! He probably God. on an island somewhere. Anytime I think of that, I just think about the SpongeBob meme. I'ma head out because that's, <laughs> that's what Andrew Luck. I'm a, oh, y'all ain't gonna give me no offensive line. I'm gonna get hit all them seats. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and head out. I'm sorry, Colts fans. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta make that meme. I gotta try to make that. That meme is hilarious because they keep putting everything on the meme, like everything you could think. Oh, of you got your meme. own crib? Let me go get my PS4. <laughs> is that- they had the one. Oh, you got your own crib, your own job. Oh, let me move in here. Like, come on, y'all. Y'all doing too much, but I love it. It's hilarious. Oh, you it. had that? Nah, nah I'm nah, gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I'm stop. I ain't gonna make the people laugh too much, you know. Nah, don't do it. You jokes are today. I want to say it, but I'm gonna wait till the later in the episode. I'm gonna just bring it up out of nowhere. What else we got? We got LeBron. Uh, yeah, uh, not, not LeBron, but um, California. Mm-hmm. They're, they're starting, well, they came out with a bill, the California Fair Pay-to-Play Act, mm-hmm. which is all California players and schools will be paying athletes to for their services, basically. like They bring in millions and billions of dollars for colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. Um but they don't get any of that. So that 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 bill is basically geared towards the athletes getting some type of payment for playing Correct. and uh, bringing that revenue into the schools. Um, and it also has like seniors in high school. No, not seniors in high school. Uh, college players can sign agents or talk to agents without being uh, mess with the eligibility. Yeah. Stuff, right? So I think it's good. And it's a step towards what most pe- a lot of people want is for athletes to get paid. So I think it's a good step forward. But it hasn't passed yet. It's just out there. But it's a good it's a good thing to talk about because um, in 2017, the NCAA made uh, one, one billion dollars. Oh, yeah. 
Y'all oh, want to yeah. know how much the players made? <laughs> oh no, they didn't make nothing. That's why I didn't. Say, yeah, I didn't say nothing. Yeah, they didn't make. They didn't make anything. I think they gave him a little stipend. Um, that's that, it. That Still much. silence because they made one billion dollars, guys. And you got to remember, these college programs are also paying these coaches astronomical salaries. I don't want to get mad. I do not want to get mad. I hear the anger in your in your in your heart. Because I don't know how I can hear your heart with anger. But because you know, these D one colleges, these big schools, make all this money off these players, and if something happened to them, you oh you a student athlete, you don't qualify for. I was reading the story when I was doing a little research before the podcast, and I think the guy he. He passed away somehow. He was still a student athlete, and his wife was trying to get some type of compensation because he was still a student athlete. They was like, no, he's a student athlete, so he doesn't fall under some type of uh, bill that he get money. It was just so, uh, guys, I'm, I don't even want to, it was just too much to explain, but long story short, he wasn't able to get any money from it because he was considered a student athlete, not an employee or something like that. Mind you, when you're doing a job, you should get paid for it because – I don't know if you guys know, but being a student athlete is a full-time job. And you got to also think, especially when you are these um, McDonald's All-American male players, because the female players are a little bit different. You go to these big schools, right? You're only going to stay a year. So you're not really gaining anything academically, let's be honest. You're really just wasting your own time, especially when you know you're probably going to be top 20 in a draft. So you're wasting your own time. So you're just going to pick any major you're wasting your own time, the professor's time. Another student that probably could have enrolled in that school that needed that spot, you have it now, and you can't even pick the major that you really want to because your dreams and aspirations are to go to the NBA. Women's basketball is a little bit different. A lot of those girls are able to stay four years, but it's also a job for them as well. You know what I'm saying? Like You got to understand, over 80% of the student athletes are, are – they're like they're black athletes, and they come from low-income homes. So the, anytime they get a stipend, they're not just giving it; they're not just keeping it and buying food for themselves. Sometimes they gotta send it home to their family. And also, some of these young men have children. I don't know. How, I don't understand how they no no money. They can't get anything. One billion dollars, and players are saying they don't eat. The only reason why the stipend came out is when Shabazz Napier said something on a big stage in NCAA tournament saying he go to bed hungry. But what if he never would have said nothing? It, I know a lot of student athletes, including myself. Yeah, we done been, to, we done went to bed hungry, or we done scrounge up some money from ourselves to try to buy something to eat. It was hard. You had practice late at night. The cafeteria closed. You ain't got no money. Oh, the 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 scholarship is the money. No, the scholarship is not the money because they still have to live as humans. Just a, a college tuition is not them living. You just supposed to stay in the dorm all day. You That's why these kids. Get that money under the table from certain people, correct? And then they risking getting caught, but right. like they 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 need to live too, like you said. They they need to eat. They 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 work hard on the be- on whatever sport they're playing, and also some of them work hard just as hard in the in the classroom. So why not help these kids instead of making them or forcing their hand on? getting money from these boosters or these agents that want their services. Like, mm-hmm. why not y'all pay them? Y'all know where the money's coming from. Correct. And maybe y'all don't know what exactly they're buying, but at least you know they're not doing anything illegal by getting money from the boosters, the agents, the sneaker companies. It's just, I think it breaks a lot of 
I don't even know. It just stops all the unnecessary like trials that go that's going on now about sneaker companies and agents and all this other stuff. Like mm-hmm. if y'all pay them, y'all don't have to worry about none of that. Correct. I don't know. I think they should get paid, but you know, we'll see what happens in California. I feel like they need to figure it out. Like it, it, it doesn't make any sense. But the but the, the, the solution is gonna have to eventually be these players stand up for themselves and figure out, bruh, I'm I'm gonna go to this big school and make this big school all this money. Or you could I don't know if you guys read the Jamel Hill article calling for these black athletes to go to these HBCUs. I'm not necessarily saying she wrong. I'm not necessarily saying she wrong. Could you imagine the star players going to HBCUs, building our black universities up, making our black universities money that we know for a fact is going back into the black community? Mm, it just sound amazing. But it sounds amazing. You also got to factor in a lot of the, the it's just not norm. Yeah. A lot of people like to stay with the norm. The ne- norm is I'm a I'm a I'm a five-star athlete. I should go to Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, any of those big schools. All it takes is that one player to set it go, off. Go to Howard, yep. go to Norfolk State, yep. go to Hampton, yes, go, sir. you know, any any of the black colleges. It takes one. And then it trickles down because these kids nowadays, they like to link up. They like to be on teams together. Correct. They talk to each other. All the top players in the, in the world, high school players, know, know each other. They Correct. go to all the top camps. Sure do. They go to everything. They play at AU and they see each other at all the tournaments. So yep. that one person can be like, "Yo, bro, let's go here. Let's 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 switch think, it up." I think the fear that the top players have is they won't get the notoriety. But your talent you already, is the notoriety. You, you are, yeah, you yeah, already you know. Already noticed your you, talent you're is the notoriety. Pe- you bringing people to that school. They know that they they, they want to support the teams because of you. Zion could have went to any school and they were supporting Zion because they know you are the talent. The, ta- the NBA scouts will find you. Dane. They already know CJ, you. CJ. All these guys that went to mid-majors, they didn't go to HBCUs, but they went to mid-majors. They will find you. Don't worry. They will find you. You know? So, uh, it was, a it was like, a lot of backlash from it because they were saying, like, she was pushing the narrative of segregation or racism. But you know how that do. As soon as a black woman or black man start talk about us standing up for ourselves or trying to uplift ourselves is always, oh, we're trying to separate from Caucasian people. No, we're trying to uplift ourselves and put ourselves in a better position. These HBCUs, I'm telling you, if I know what I know now, I definitely would have considered going to a, a certain black college. Now, because I'm, I'm more cultured, I, I, I know more, you know. I'm like, man, if I knew I was going to be in this much debt, hey, I, I would have rather it be with a, at, at a black university and, and able to learn more about my culture instead of a private university that I didn't. You could, you know, you could pick the African American courses and stuff like that. I'm not saying that, but I'm talking about being in that. Like everywhere you go, you see your people, and I know all the people that graduate from HBCUs. That's something that I can never say. Like I was able to be around all my people because it's like it was sprinkled. You know what I'm saying? So, um, if you guys get a chance to read the article by Jamel Hill, I thought it was a good, a good read. Jamel Hill always um, sparks a lot of conversation and a lot of debate around uh, topics. Uh, they pertain to um, race, and I love it because it's, it's, it's good that we talk about this. Why don't these big athletes even consider HBCUs? Because you got to think, if you look up HBCUs, I'm tired of seeing HBCUs get blown out by these big schools. Like, I'm really, like, 
I think the last one I seen is like seventy two to nothing. Like I don't, I'm tired of seeing that. Mm, football, you know? college football, football. Mind you, y'all, that's football. Maryland against Howard. Yeah, I don't want to see that no more, y'all. Like, give these HBCUs a shot because they're getting opportunities to play these big schools. You get what I'm saying? They're they're opportunities to play the big schools. The town, they will find you. Mark my words. These talent people, their job is to find talent. They will find you if you're talented enough. Don't let the school dictate, oh, I got to go to Duke, Bridge, because I got to get, no. Go to these HBCUs. You may figure out Too many people go something. to Duke and sit at the end of the bench. Now you transfer. And not play, yep. and then they transfer because yep. they want to they wanted to go to Duke, but you knew you had no opportunity to play there, mm-hmm. but you wanted to be there because it's Duke, but mm-hmm. you it wasn't the best decision for you. Correct. But again, it's Duke, so you went there because you wanted to say you went to Duke, but then Correct. ultimately you end up transferring, and now what do you say? Now, now you got to sit out a year. Yep. And, you know. And you get to that school, and you realize that. I should have been here in the beginning. Yep. Or then you realize, man, man, it's another talented two guards in front of me. I got to transfer again. Yeah, man. Listen, <laughs> just go, go. Somebody break the norm and go uh, yes, to I'm a, you. a black college or HBCU. I'm you, y'all. This is our kill, opportunity. Average 30 and get them to the tournament, win a couple games in the I'm tournament. I'm telling you, is, this is our time to shine, y'all. These black athletes, y'all so talented. Is is y'all money to lose. You get what I'm saying? Y'all going to these big universities. That's the, you're giving them all this money, but go to go, consider HBCU. You know what you putting in back into the community. You know what you putting at that at that university. You know what you're going to increase. A, a big talented athlete going to a, a black H, a HB, a HBCU. You're gonna you know what you're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna increase the enrollment rate. You're gonna do so much for that university. You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you, just consider it, guys. I know the I know the HBCUs are talk to the bigger athletes they talk to them but i know that there is just such a social media type of world that is like i don't see my favorite player go to this school and get drafted so it only takes one player one player to be like no i, I want to do something different and i know my hard work and my talent is going to take me to the next level and i, and I want to do it at hbcu i'm telling you it's going to happen but i'm telling you that's what's going to swing it for us because we hold the key Black athletes, we hold the key. Y'all, you guys are so talented. Y'all go to these big schools. One year, see how much revenue you done created for that school, and then come talk to me. Speaking of making change, um, we talked about Josh Hart earlier. Uh, yeah, his podcast. On his podcast, he talked about basically, well, on his podcast with Lonzo Ball. Um, that episode, they talked about a bunch of things. First, let's talk about Lonzo and how he had to change sneakers every quarter. Yes, yes. See, when he when he said that, my first thought was, when you so loyal to your like your family and your brand, you'll do anything at all costs. And he don't really know how much he costs himself. He got injured. You know what I'm saying? In so, those sneakers. In those sneakers. You know what I'm saying? So, um. Off that note, I think it's also kind of like he's like letting the t- the new team that he's on like I'm good now. The reason I got injured is because of those sneakers. So I think it's like on both parts he's trying to let you know that yeah the sneakers were horrible and I had to change them every quarter. But also now that I'm not wearing them sneakers no more, um, I'm gonna be good to go. He also talked about covering up his uh when he was on he was on another podcast not a podcast but he's on Big Boy Radio. I think he's doing like a promo run 
I don't know what he promoting, but he's on a lot of different things. He was on Big Boy, talking about covering up his big baller brand tattoo. He regretted. When you make decisions out of emotion, most of the time you're gonna regret it. So yeah, I I think Lonzo. He's being his own man now. I like it. Definitely. Ever since uh, his dad's, I guess, ex-best friend now, stole money from him, he he distanced himself from the brand, and now he's making himself his own brand. It's just him. Um, and he, he has nothing to do with that brand. It's still his family brand, and he'll support them, he said. But as far as him like wearing any of the gear and whatnot, or uh, like promoting them, that's not what he's going to be doing anymore because he's in a different lane. He he has a daughter now. He said he's becoming more of a man. Correct. Now he's on the Pelican, so it's just a fresh, a, a new start, uh, and new beginnings for him. Fresh, he's finally 100%. Um, so he just want that fresh start, and I think he's on a promo run because he came out with a song recently, and... Uh, I guess they wanted to talk to him about that too, and also because he's on a new team. But you know, we should we we shall see how he does. I I hope he does well. I've always been a Lonzo Ball fan. I think he's gonna do very well. Oh yeah, I he got the right players I, around. Yeah, he got the right players around, the right system, uh, decent. Co- I like coaching staff, so I think he's gonna do awesome. I also think that sometimes your most comfortable position that you're in, change can make you better. A lot of the times, you know what I'm saying, like. And let's just say, for example, um, you get it, you, you lose your job, and then you apply to another job and get a, another job, and you get there like, wow, this is maybe this heartbreak that I was going through because I lost my job is something that I needed. Maybe I was getting too comfortable, or maybe I just didn't see the snakes around me that I needed to go and and and, and remove myself. So I think it's gonna be a good look him and uh, um, Zion. I think it's gonna be yeah, they're gonna be good in a couple years. Give them a couple years, they're definitely gonna be decent. Yeah. He- like you said, he was comfortable. He was comfortable just being in California his whole life. Like he went to high school in California. He was That's born in California. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. never gonna get a change of until you move away from your hometown. They right. say like that's where you. But the thing about it is, I also feel like man. But when you want to do, when you want to see change in your hometown too, I'm, I always think like, yes. At one point, I do want to live outside of Trenton just to experience life outside of it. But I also want to do things in Trenton to help the community. So I always go back and forth, like, can you do that and not be in your city? You I can. think you can. You can. You know? So I feel like um, him being in New Orleans, getting engulfed in that type of culture, it'd be good for him, good for his family. I think it's a good look for him. I him think- is a step from everybody that he knows. Yep. Like, yep. Now he's, I'm not saying he's going to be by himself, but it's less people yep. hitting his phone for tickets. It's less people yep. hitting him up. To do this and that, give him money. Cali, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, it's so convenient. He right yeah. there. They yeah. let me come over to your crib. Like mm-hmm. now, you gotta fly. Yeah, you I can. Like, you can drive too. I like Lonzo for a lot of different reasons. I like that he his crew he got has been with him for a long time. You know, it's oh, yeah. not no <laughs> new people in his circle. You know, riding that's important. His, nobody yeah, riding, riding on his coattail. Coat Correct. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I like to see young players. Uh, stick with the people they came with. You yeah, know like, what I'm saying? Yeah, like the, the, the Popeye chicken sandwich. Like, stick with Chick-fil-A. Use with Chick-fil-A. Don't don't <laughs> don't switch sides now because they got a new chicken It's chicken sold out, right? I know. Now they, they back at Chick-fil-A. Like, come yeah. on, we're not doing that. It ain't, they ain't got no more sandwiches. They do. It's, they'll be out in a month. I told you all that last week. You saw 50 Cent talking about... Uh, we ain't talking about power either. You watch oh, power? yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about power? Let's go talk ahead, about go 50 Cent first, because I'm going to say ahead, quick. Go. 50 Cent was saying uh, Chris Brown better than Michael Jackson. 
He put a post up, and then Michael Jackson's daughter replied, and if this is what Fizzy said, why am I the bad guy? I understand how Paris feel, but does anybody care about how the little boys' butts feel? Oh, oh man. Oh, my God. I, th- I might have to leave this one alone. Just, let's who, just, who let's interview- just keep who it on interview the was talent. Watching? Let's just keep it on the talent aspect. Nah, you know 50 don't, he, he don't hold back. Chris Brown is uber talented. We're not, we're not knocking that. Michael Jackson is uber talented too. I think I want to leave this alone. I was just watching somebody interview where they was like, it was somebody known, like, like very well known. And he was like, yeah, Michael Jackson, I I doubt, I don't, he didn't do that at all. And they were so confident in saying it and I can't remember. I'll, when I remember, it I'll let y'all know. Fifty probably because no, 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 um, no, no. He don't be on else. interviews. Yeah. Because Fifty, the other thing he posted was Chris Brown flipping, and then he was like, uh, "Dang, I ain't never seen Michael Jackson do that." That's where Michael Jackson's daughter came in and said something. I think Fifty get too petty when you could just have a regular conversation. You get what I'm saying? It's like all his daughter said was, um, "My dad." Um, there shouldn't really be no comparison. My dad, the goat. That's basically what she was saying. I'm just summing it up. Then 50 got to get real extra with the, the, the allegations of um, Michael Jackson have. So, <sighs> 50 is a joke at this point, in my opinion. It's it not even about his music no more. Like, he's just a joke at this point. I don't know. You could have your, you could say who you like the best. I, I honestly feel like the Michael Jackson and Chris Brown debate is kind of similar to Michael Jordan and Kobe debate. Like, either you're going to like one or the other. You're going to think one is better than the other. But they're very similar because that's who Chris Brown idolized. So he did a whole tribute to Michael Jackson. You could see how much Michael Jackson meant to him. So I don't think he even probably wants to be compared to Michael Jackson. I think he knows Michael Jackson is in that type of category by itself, just like a lot of people think Michael Jordan is in that category by itself. So I think 50 Cent, he does a lot to stay relevant, you know. And at some point it's like if he didn't have power, I think people would be calling 50 Cent a clown. Like, if he didn't have power and it wasn't as successful as it was, because some of his antics, you would just be, like, shake, scratching your head, like, for what? Like, what, 10 years ago? He, he do a lot for attention. Like, it's just, like, he know, now he already got the buzz, and um, anything he posts that's out of the ordinary, I don't even want to talk about, dude. Like, he, Bro, yo, so y'all... <laughs> I thought we were talking I, about it. I pulled my lap. I got the laptop today because me and Reg just want to talk about different things. So I'm on a shade rule. <laughs> and some stuff came up. And Reg's like, nah, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to talk about it. Go ahead, Reg. <laughs> mm, mm. Why can't Kalani? They cute. Um, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we going to skim past that. It was Malik Yo, but y'all know that story. We're not going to. Um, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, he wilding out here. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody got their preference, but he wilding. Mm-hmm. Just keep it to yourself. What you coming out? He just want attention. People just want attention. Mind for you, he ain't been buzzing in the acting world, so you definitely now his attention. name buzzing for the wrong reason. Yeah. Now, once you once now you he about to come out with a show or something. Did you see he did a rap? Nah, nah. And then he deleted it. He looked. Oh, we ain't gonna talk about it. Go ahead. What were you saying, Rick? Casanova got a so Brooklyn challenge where people freestyle. I don't know if you checked it out. Check it out. Yeah, I've seen it. It's a lot of people doing it. Every time the challenge it. come out, I really wish I could rap. <laughs> but I, I got a few bars, but like I'm not a rapper. You feel me? Like I don't rap on a daily. I get this chicken. I ain't even. Well, use use about this. I ain't even want to do it, Reg, because like <laughs> I'm just a podcaster. I'm just a podcaster. I don't rap. You feel yeah, me? I'm but not even gonna try. I seen um, a couple people from Trenton do it. Um, my boy Naj. Yep, he killed it. Big U did it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
some girl named Pretty Tsunami. I don't yeah, know if you're. Pretty Tsunami. Mm-hmm. I heard her. She did it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm. I think I might do it too. <laughs> you know what? Let's keep it rolling. Uh, we rambling a little bit, but you know it's a good time. But we about to start something new on the podcast. We're gonna do this or that. So we, I'm gonna name two things, or Kita names two things, and we say which which one we prefer and explain why. So I'm I'm gonna go first. Go I'm gonna say uh, ramen noodles, the regular pack, or cup of noodles. I don't know if you like mm. any of it, but let's see. Uh, the ramen went on a, on the stove. On the stove. Yeah, I feel like you have more creativity Ooh. to do more with the ramen noodles <laughs> in the stove. I'm quick story. Go ahead. My mother, she knows how to cook them in a pot. Then she put them on a stove, fry them. She had chicken and onions that made a whole meal from gourmet. Gourmet. That's what I'm saying. See, see, I went through two different phases of both of them. So in college, I was a cup of noodles type of guy because, you know, we didn't have all the tools we needed because I didn't live in an apartment where it was a stove. I had a microwave. Mm-hmm. One time I actually forgot to put water in the cup of noodles <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's whatever Yo. and th- now i still eat ramen noodles because i think they I are doing them already. i'm bougie now mm. no no spin for challenge yeah, them jones only 97 cent give <laughs> me a chicken sandwich but um yeah so i hook them up on the stove you know throw a little cayenne pepper okay. on there throw a mm-hmm. little hot sizzle mm-hmm. some garlic powder, powder. okay a little bit of pepper sometimes. No onion powder. I don't, I don't want no. Oh, that. I don't want too far. My bad. Little, little, little bay leaves. Like, oh, no, let me check. <laughs> little salt. Like, let me check. But yeah, I, I like, but I like ramen noodles. What you got? Cake or pie? Mm. I'm more of a, I'm more of an ice cream cake type of guy i don't I, I don't really like pie too much what i love sweet potato pie sweet potato i like sweet potato pie a lot but i'm probably yeah i'm more so a cake person too ice cream cake pumpkin yeah. pie i like ice cream cake but i really really love like pound cake recipes my grandma she used to make the best pound cake i ever had in my life and i love pound cake warmed up with one scoop of ice cream um yeah so pound cake apple pie i'm like both i like both Right, not right now because I'm trying to eat healthier. But when my cheat day come, probably like any type of apple pie. I do okay. a brownie. You know, it's all type of you know any type of unhealthy delectable treat is I'm cool with. All right, so we're gonna do two more. I'm gonna do one, then Keita gonna do one. My, mine is a. Uh, oh, I just had it on my mind. <laughs> oh, I got it. Texting or talking on the phone. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say talking on the phone, but I'm also say texting because my attention span when I'm on the phone is like I'm dialed in. If I'm talking to you on the phone, I'm good. Like we're talking, we're having a conversation, I'm good. So I would probably say if you want to have a meaningful conversation with me, if it's something imp- of importance, call me on the phone and we could talk. Texting, I'll be doing a lot. Because uh, sometimes I don't be even be on my phone. So when I wake up in the morning, I have something new where I don't touch my phone for the first couple of hours. So I'm not even on my phone. Or when I'm at work, sometimes I put my phone up. So I can go through the day, the whole day, and not be on my phone. So if it's something of importance or you, or we or we um, talk on a regular basis, friend, 
significant other or something. I probably say talking on the phone of importance, but texting is cool. Sometimes I just be writing a text and forgetting to send it sometimes. So I'll probably say if it's of importance, I would probably say talking on the phone for me. But we just regular conversation, just, hey, how you been? I'm good, good, and you? You can text me. So I'll probably say talking on the phone. Okay. FaceTime, too. I like FaceTime. I, I hate FaceTime. I don't use it a lot because I thought when I was an like, angel yeah, person, well, I was going to use it This is weird. Like, why are we looking at each other? Sorry. <laughs> but I... I always been a texting guy. I don't talk much. I'm I'm surprised I got a um a podcast almost, you know. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, um this is my way of talking to the people, you know. So text me. My phone is always in my hand. That don't mean I'm going to text right back though. Mm. And if you call me, my phone like I said is in my hand, but I'll look at it and mm-hmm. won't answer. You got my that's my little secret, you know now. Um, so don't feel some type of way if you think I'm just ignoring you. No, I ignore a lot of people <laughs> that way. Um but yeah, texting. Okay, last one, guys. If would you rather spend a day at the amusement park or a day at the beach? Yeah. So 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 I'm a problem. Oh, yeah, I'm start stuttering. So I'm gonna say uh, amusement park mm-hmm. because I ain't been to the beach the last three summers. And can you swim? I can definitely swim. Okay, I've been swimming no. since I was a baby, and my mom was sick. But um. Yeah, uh, amusement park. I like Six Flags. At first, when I was uh, about what was I, thirteen, fourteen, I didn't like roller coasters, mm-hmm. um, but now I just get on them and close my eyes. Don't judge me. Um, so I'm, I don't watch the ride. I'm just on it. Pause. Uh, but yeah, uh, amusement park. I like Six Flags. You know, I like uh, all the Disney ones. I went uh, probably two times. Um, mm-hmm. I like Hurricane Harbor, the water water rides. You know, all that good stuff. But Beach, it don't really. Back in the day, if I did go to the beach, it was just to walk the boardwalk and get a funnel cake, yeah, a couple so slices of pizza, okay. cheese fries. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I love the beach. You could just drop me off at the beach and go about your life. If we hanging out, you could just write. Go ahead and just drop me off at the beach. I love the beach. Every t- when I was in Miami, I, I wanted to go to the beach every day. I love the beach. I said I did take a nap or I'm in the water. I don't know what it is about water, sun. It just brings the the, the happiness out of me. So, yeah, I love the beach. Uh, amusement parks, when I was a lot younger, you couldn't tell me nothing. Yeah, I'm getting on King the Kai. Yeah, I'm getting on Nitro. Now, I hold the bag. <laughs> I'm here. I hold your purse. Like, I don't know what it is. The last time I went to Six Flags a couple years ago, we was going to get on this ride that go up and then drop you down. I'm in line. I'm like, oh, y'all, I'm going to wait for y'all. I don't know what it is. Now, I'm scared of roller coasters. Mind you, I never was scared of roller coasters growing up. Now that I'm older... I just be contemplating, like, nah, I'm good. Mind you, when, for my 30th birthday, I want to go skydiving. So, yeah. I wish y'all saw, I wish y'all saw how I looked at Keaton, <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, so my 30th birthday, I want to go skydiving. It, it just came to me. So, boyfriend, I love you. We going skydiving for my 30th birthday. Got to bring somebody with you. Last, got I got one more, though, Reg. Good. Pancakes or waffles, and we after that, we done. Ah, see. See. Usually when it like when somebody making a breakfast spread mm-hmm. and uh, they got everything laid out mm-hmm. eggs bacon turkey uh-huh. bacon sausage mm-hmm. yep, yep. Uh, grits hash browns hash browns mm-hmm. pancakes waffles I always tend to leave the bread stuff off okay. the my plate okay, but if I had to choose one mm-hmm. it would be pancakes with a little strawberry uh, butter on it mm. extra extra syrup not at Jemima though they've been doing something weird with that one. Say not. Nah. Flavor might be a little bit off. 
I do sugar free syrup, pancakes. by the way. So pancakes? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Guys, this is tough for me because as a as a avid lover of breakfast food, um, I think I would just have to take my talents to pancakes because I feel like you can do I feel like you could do a lot with both, especially if you have a waffle maker. If you have a waffle maker, it's lit. Like you could put chocolate chips, cookies. You could do the same with uh pancakes too. But I love pancakes. Anytime I go out for breakfast, I get pancakes. Um, because every time I get waffles, sometimes the waffle don't be good. Or I just do a chicken and waffle. Anytime I get a waffle, I probably do a chicken and waffle. But my favorite out of the two would be pancakes. I love pancakes. So, guys, before we let y'all go, I think Kita has a playmaker of the week. Um, we gonna, she's going to give us the playmaker of the week, and then we'll get right real quick, and then we'll, you know, eat a chicken sandwich real quick. Sorry. <laughs> y'all, if anybody know the Popeyes when they coming out with the chicken sandwich, my boy Reggie want a chicken sandwich, y'all. I really do want to try, but, you know. You, it's, it's coming soon. So, guys, um, we haven't had a playmaker of the week for a while now. Me and Reg will become way more consistent with that. But for us to get back on track with the Playmaker of the Week, I thought that these two young men would be perfect for us to get back into it. So Black and Mobile is um, two twin brothers, David and Aaron, launched the first black-owned delivery service in Philadelphia in February of 2019 during Black History Month. Black and Mobile is the first black-owned delivery service in the country exclusively delivering for black-owned businesses. Since their launch, they have hired, they have had over 400 people apply to work for their company. Their goal is to hire hundreds, even thousands of people across the country to allow everyone to locate and support black-owned business because they're, they would bring the food to your door. Um, so they recently had uh, um, something to donate to. So I recently posted on my Instagram about them, and he reached out to me, and I asked him. So they put one of their donation things down. It was, it was over. But you can also, but you can donate still via Cash App because they're an up and coming business. They need a lot of things. You guys supported that chicken sandwich, so please, please support these young two young black men. They they left school and started a business to support black owned businesses. So you can get you want to support black owned people, but you're like, man, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. Now you have two black men that want to have the food delivered to you. How would that feel that you know that when your food gets delivered it's from a black owned business? And it's from a black-owned establishment, you know? So I talked to him. I said I wanted to make a donation. How do I make a donation? So, guys, tomorrow I will be making a donation to Black & Mobile. I'll post the donation. Uh, just match me. I'm going to donate $50. If you can match me, if you can donate 25 guys, we really, really need to support our people. These two men dropped out of school to do something that's really powerful in the community in Philadelphia. They want to hire our people. They need your help. You supported that chicken sandwich for $3.99. Support these two black men, guys. Donate. If it's even if it's just $5, you can donate. This is their cash app. Remember, Black and Mobile, first black-owned delivery service in Philadelphia. Two black men took the initiative to have a delivery service that supports black businesses. So go on their Instagram page, comment, like their pictures, but also this is their cash app. Money sign, black, B-L-A-C-K-A-N-D, 
Mobile, M-O-B-I-L-E. That's the Cash App, guys. I will be donating tomorrow. Match me, guys. If you can't donate 50, donate 25. If you can't donate 25, donate 10. Donate 5, guys. Let's support these two black men, guys. They are the Playmaker of the Week. It inspired me so much that I had to post it on my Instagram, and I had to reach out because I, I, I just was so inspired that they chose to do something like this. It's not hard. They could have just said, oh, let's make a delivery service like everyone else and deliver food for everyone else. But they chose to make a delivery service for our people to support our people. All the black businesses that need assistance, they're trying to help in Philadelphia. And then they're trying to expand. So they need your support. You know where your money is going. You don't know where your money is going when you support a Popeye's chicken sandwich, right? But you know where your money is going when you support these two black men. David and Aaron, guys, the first black-owned delivery service in Philadelphia, Black and Mobile. Shout out to you two kings, guys. I will support you. I hope all my listeners that support me will support support you as well, guys. They are the Playmaker of the Week, Black and Mobile, two black young men that chose to take the initiative to have the first black-owned delivery service in Philadelphia. They just started in February, so they need all the help they can get. They will be on both our social medias. They will be on the website. Once again, their cash app is Money Sign, Black and Mobile. Just how I said it is just how it's spelled. All lowercase, guys. Donate as much as you can. If it's $5, is something, guys. They need all the support that you have to offer. You offered it to a place you know that's not putting money back in your, in your community, but you know these two black men are trying to. They want to hire in the community, but they need the resources to do that, guys. So I don't want to ramble on, but I'm so passionate because it's so inspiring that they did this. They could have did anything. They could have made a, a delivery service and delivered just like everybody else, like I mentioned. But no, they want to support the community and support the black community at that. So shout out to Black and Mobile. Shout out to the twin brothers, David and Aaron Cabello. I hope I pronounced your last name correctly, guys. But shout out to you two kings. The Playmaker Podcast supports you both 100%. And we just want to say thank you for what you're doing. And guys, like I said, let's donate. Let's run it up, guys. Let's support the Playmaker Podcast. Let's run it up, guys. Let's support these two black men. Once again, the, the cash app is Money Sign Black and Mobile, guys. That's the Playmaker of the Week. Not much need to be said after that. So let's get right before we uh, wrap this episode up. I'll go first, and it's real simple because I know you talked a lot, so I, I'm going to give you a little bit of time to catch your breath, drink some water, you know, because that was a whole lot. Shout out to the Black Twin Brothers. I forgot their name. Sorry. But um, David and Aaron, that's something big that y'all doing in the community. Uh, in all seriousness, keep it going. Um, we all support you. I'll... When that time is right, when that when them pockets is right, I'll, I'll match Kita. But um, it's time to get right. So it's real simple. Um, basically, what I want you guys to get out of this is uh, don't let other people or anybody determine what your worth is. You determine what your worth is. So if you're working at a job and um, everybody gets paid a wage, um. That doesn't mean that's what you're worth. You're just at that point of your life and that point in that in that season of your life is what you need to be doing. Like I say all the time, God always has a plan for you and he puts you where you are for a reason and see to see how you react and what you do to better yourself. So um, just because you're making maybe minimum wage, that doesn't mean that's what you're worth. That just means that's where you have to be to get where you want to go. That that teaches you humility. That teaches you um, what type of person you are, um, are you, that humbles you, um, cause you can go from a janitor to being a CEO of a company. So it, it, just because you're making a minimum wage doesn't mean that's what you're worth. So if you think you're, you're worth 
what a CEO makes of a company, then work as hard as you can to get to that point. Just because you're not at that point yet doesn't mean your worth is what you're being paid. Most people not are not getting paid what they're honestly worth. It's it's athletes, it's anybody, it's athletes, it's uh, teachers, it's anybody. A lot of people don't get paid for what they do. It's, it's a lot that goes into being a teacher. You have to have a curriculum, a, a plan. Um, uh, you have to watch kids. You have to basically not babysit, but you're watching kids five days out the week. You're helping the parents out a lot, but you're, the teachers don't get paid as much as they should. And I, I see why teachers do go on strike sometimes. But just to cut it short a little bit, uh, just don't let anybody determine what your worth is. You determine what your worth is, and you work to get where you want to be. Mm, I like how I ended that. Fred, you sure you ain't going to do the Brooklyn Challenge or a little bit of bars? Okay. Um, I'm going to just end it with a quote, guys. I don't want to keep... Ram y'all in the head with financial stuff. Y'all know what y'all need to do pertaining y'all finances. If y'all want financial freedom, financial hope, uh, wealth for your children's children, children, um, you know what we need to do. We need to be smarter with our finances. I'm gonna leave you with a quote: "Don't limit your challenges, challenge your limits. Don't limit your challenges, challenge your limits. That's it, guys. Be the person you want to be. Challenge yourself, never limit yourself. And that's that's what I got today. Well, guys. Before we let you go, we always got to let you know to follow us on our social media accounts. Please. For our new listeners, I'm Reg, my personal page is Reg underscore the Playmaker. Kita is... I'm Kita underscore the Playmaker and also Queen Kita 14. And then our podcast page is The Playmaker Podcast, mm -hmm. T-H-E, The Playmaker Podcast. So Correct. DM us, uh, mention us, shout us out, you know, shout out to podcasts if you're listening. Tell us what you want us to talk about on the next couple episodes or when, or whatever just hit us up let us know you listening make sure y'all subscribe and visit our website our website will be updated this weekend um so yeah all that good stuff subscribe right. listen we are on every platform but we really 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 need all the people that have iphones when you guys subscribe to the podcast on a, on an apple phone and then leave a comment that really boosts us to really get on a platform where we'll be on a list of who they should listen to and once you're on a list of who they should listen to that's when people start to look and see okay they're buzzing they're buzzing we see all the support that we get we just need a little bit more guys when you on anytime you watch you listening to the podcast if you could comment leave a comment give us four stars if you're on an iphone i think it's the same on an android on a um uh, google play i think it's the same thing you could do the same thing even on spotify even you, on spotify you can follow us you can uh just help us get our streams up correct um just but listen yeah. to us on all platforms. We appreciate everyone that listens. Take pictures and send them to us. We really we really appreciate all the support, guys. So this is episode 23. I'm Nikita Monroe Thomas. I'm Reggie Coleman. See y'all next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.